Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Sarita Garbarini about her wedding at the UK Courtyard with a celebration in France in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose those locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Sarita. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Well, I wanted a very short engagement and I wanted to elope. So I guess naturally you think of Vegas. But then I happened to mention I would, it would be my dream to get married on the Disney cruise because I loved the Disney cruise that we had in 2016. So much so that like I went all Disney, decorated the house and everything since then. And so when I looked into it, you could book a Disney cruise wedding. So that's what I did. We booked a Disney cruise wedding. Now, how we landed <laughs> in <laughs> Walt Disney World in the UK <laughs> is a whole a whole trade. We let's see. So we got engaged in 2018, and we booked a cruise in November 2018. We decided to cancel that, and we're like, let's be smart. Let's buy a house first. Um, so we went ahead and did that, and then we booked November for the Magic 2020. Um, and because of COVID, <laughs> our sailing got canceled, and so we, you know, did Plan B and booked for the Fantasy in April 2021. And that sailing got canceled. So then we decided we'd move to the land-based wedding because, you know, we just wanted to, you know, celebrate our love and just keep moving forward with our lives. So that's how we landed at the UK. Okay. How did you choose the UK as your specific ceremony location? I just used the search feature on your podcast because it was about six weeks before our event when we found out that we would be going to a land base. So I used the search feature and I able to see another bride that had a similar like vintage style in the UK and I liked her photos. And then we also considered Luau Point and um, Sea Breeze Point, but you know, everything going on with the mask at the time, we just decided, you know, the in park was best. So we decided on um, UK. That's great. And how did you choose France for your cake and champagne celebration? Actually, it was just at a suggestion of our planner. She said, you know, it was close by. I didn't have any 
you know, I'm not, I wasn't at the time familiar because I was listening to your podcast for cruise weddings the whole time. You know, I was, I would sometimes chime in for the other brides, but I was, you know, focused on the cruise. I was like really in a rush. Like, I don't know all these locations. So she gave a suggestion. I didn't have any qualms about it. So I was like, okay, that sounds good to me. (laughs) Now, how did your friends and family react initially when they found out that you were going to be married on a cruise versus how things ended up at Walt Disney World? Initially, we were just going to do the five of us, our family of five. We did share with close family and friends, but because we were on a cruise, we didn't really, you know, expect anyone. It's David and I's second marriage, actually. And so we, you know, just want to kind of keep it intimate. So we told everyone and they were excited for us, but we didn't really formally invite anyone. When we settled on the Walt Disney World event, I was talking to my sister and I said, you know, how much she's a hairstylist, you know, how much do you usually charge your brides for hair? I was, you know, shopping for vendors and um, she said, I wouldn't charge you anything. Me and the girls will come down um, and as a gift to you, I'll do your hair. So I was like, oh, that's great. Well, then it turns out the twins didn't want to come. <laughs> so my sister brought her boyfriend and our party wound up being seven, which was nice to actually have some family there. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I guess probably with only five weeks to plan, you didn't set up a room block or anything at the resorts? No, no. Got it. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your ceremony? Did you just go with what you had originally planned for April? So I knew that I wanted to be early in what I call our family moon. I knew I wanted to be early in the week. And then when I was reading your guide, I you know saw the, the breakdown for the days and just requested the Tuesday or the Wednesday. And the Wednesday was free. So that's how we landed on Wednesday. April 14th, 2021. That's great. Did you add any entertainment to the ceremony or the celebration? Yes. So we requested Mickey and Minnie. It was really important to us to have Mickey and Minnie. And our planner did tell us initially, you know, there might be some issues scheduling them. So when we worked it out, um, they were able to schedule them at the end of our ceremony. I guess typically people have them at the reception and things like that. But it worked out that they were able to make it to the end of our ceremony, the way the timeline worked. So we were really happy about that. Did you choose specific outfits for them? Yeah, so we our, our colors were red and ivory and gold. So we chose their gold attire. Oh, nice. Did they have physical distancing or was it because you were outside that wasn't as big a deal? We still had to adhere to physical distancing at that point in time. We had to pay for a barrier, they call it. It was about $500, you know, for the social distancing. Despite that, it was still fun to have them, to have them. It was just really special. I can't even put into words how special it was to have them, even with that restriction. Well, that's great to hear. Now, for your celebration, did you add any savory foods or just do the cake? So I did, actually, when I first started planning and I was, I would listen to your podcast and hear people say, you know, oh, we had this, we had that. I was like, oh, I, I want this, I want that. I had such a, a menu at first and we had to cut it back. So um, because we were doing a 9 a.m., I thought something maybe breakfast-like. So I did egg and cheese croissants and fruit cups. We had cheeseburger spring rolls as well. We did the gray stuff. I asked for hot chocolate, pog juice, and we did Mickey Rice Krispie Treats for favors. So that's kind of what we had to eat. That sounds great. And cake and champagne. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you have any cake flavors you would recommend? The churro, I know it comes in highly rated. It's true. It's true. The churro cake with the churro crunch. My favorite cake is actually lemon. So we did lemon with lemon filling as well, which was very good. But that churro was so, so delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And actually with that, we got pixie dusted a bottle of Disney champagne. I don't know if this is because when I was doing my BOE and we got to a point in the budget, I'm like, I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for that. And uh, (laughs) I kept going back and forth with the champagne for some reason, maybe because it was the morning. I'm like, oh, we don't need it, you know. But anyway, so they wind up giving us a bottle. It's really nice. We still have it. It made the trip home. So we'll be able to celebrate with it next year. So that's nice. That's wonderful. Did you add any other events to your day just informally in the parks or anything? So the only other thing we did was we met up, the seven of us, our our party just met up at Rick's for dinner around nine. Just figured to kind of close out the day. We let them kind of have the the rest of the day to themselves after the ceremony. And then we just met up for dinner. So we wanted to do something a little bit more special because of the day. But um, with the last minute guest changes, I mean, we were like down to the week with the guest changes with the twins and things. So we that was the reservation we can get. You know, everything was reservation at the time. So, oh, right. Okay. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your day fit together? Sure. Hair and makeup started around 5 a.m. We all got ready together. Um, we did a first look. So, let me see. I guess let me back up a little bit. Transportation picked David and the kids up at 7 30, and then I finished getting ready. And then when we arrived at Epcot, we did the first look and the ceremony began like right on time, like everything was right on time. And then after the ceremony, we had the Mickey and Minnie appearance and we headed over to the France Pavilion. And while we took photos in France, our guests did, you know, food and things like that. We arrived in France, Terrace the Floor, around 10 a.m. We danced, did the cake cutting. We enjoyed the music. We took some more photos and we did finish up like right on time. It was like basically around 11 a.m. We could see like some of the um, park guests starting to arrive. And then we just took our transportation back to Caribbean Beach Resort. You know, and then, like I said, the dinner afterwards we met up for. And that's pretty much how it went. I thought I would take a nap after the ceremony because it was such an early day and I'm not a morning person. But I, you know, sat up, everybody else napped, but I sat up ordering gifts for the ladies that supported us during the wedding because I didn't know we had so much support. So I felt kind of bad about the gift that I gave. So I ordered some more. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing I was thinking about is since you, you know, you had been planning to get married on the cruise and then at the last minute switched to a land-based ceremony, how did you choose your officiant? I'm part of the Dins Brides and Brides Facebook group. So I really just took recommendations from the groups there. I contacted a few and just uh, went with the one that felt the best. So we had Catherine T. Amundi for our officiant. She was really excellent to work with. That's wonderful. So when you were planning... What were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Definitely photos and videos. (laughs) I definitely want to capture the memories throughout all the cancellations with the cruise to the land-based event. Just Colin stuck with us. So that was really the most, most important. And then, and then Mickey and Minnie 
I mean, my dream was just to have a meaningful ceremony. I even did things like getting complimenting scents to like encourage my memory later on and over time and just to kind of ground myself throughout the day. And so that's kind of where I wanted the day to go. And that's where it went. That's interesting. How did you incorporate that like perfume or? Yeah, Vera Wang has a complimentary his and her scent. Um, And so I just Google searched complimentary scents. That's what I was looking for. And I just came across that. And it was just really nice. That's great. You know, I did something similar. I had a perfume that I only wore on my wedding day. And I love it because now whenever I take a whiff of it, it's I'm instantly transported back to my wedding day. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly the, the point of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, what aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? I'd say I did originally start with um, some floral with the ceremony, um, but I did wind up um, taking that out. You know, the venue is beautiful by itself. Um, so just being mindful of my budget, I took that out. Let's see, my dress was like only $99, so you can't beat that. And I think I mentioned earlier about trimming my food. I just trimmed back on the food a little bit. I mean, I love food, but <laughs> I didn't need all those things that I originally had. <laughs> <laughs> what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? So many, right? Everyone says that. Um, <laughs> I think. Probably all the chances I get to kiss David during the photos. I mean, we've been together a long time, and I, I don't think we kissed each other 30 times in two hours <laughs> ever. So um, that was just really kind. I just like every time we were like taking a photo, we're kissing, and it was just really kind of just magical. And then, you know, the photos and having the memories for sure. I did ask the kids, you know, and the rest of the family. Um, David said the pond juice was his favorite part of the <laughs> wedding <laughs> or the bow renewal. So we're still going back and forth on those terms since originally, you know, it was supposed to be a wedding. And then the kids, Denise loved taking pictures with Mickey and Minnie and the boys love the cake. So that's the family's favorites. <laughs> now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? <laughs> there are a few things that were, most of them are, you know, kind of on me, but like our first dance, I was so in the element um, when they asked, you know, oh, is this a good spot for you, for you to have your, your first dance? I said, oh, yeah, that's perfect. But I wasn't even thinking because everything, you know, logistically, no one had been asking me anything. So I was just on cloud nine and I wasn't thinking about the steps of our dance. So when we got on the dance floor between the two raised gardens, we didn't really have a lot of room. Um, now, our dance isn't supposed to have a lot of room, but our dance teacher told us that you guys you guys are taking up the whole floor here so I knew we would take up a lot of room but I'm like oh man so I started getting nervous about David backing into the raised garden and so we're sitting there and we're talking about it okay we're we gonna do the dance or not <laughs> so it was just really kind of funny so uh, we still chuckle over it was it as it was supposed to be choreographed but it, it was still pretty interesting and then just, I'll say clothes in general, just because of the timeline and the stretch of the planning, I had gotten clothes for the kids and they outgrew them. So I had to keep <gasps> buying clothes. And on the day of the wedding, Denise goes to put on her flower girl shoes and she's like, they don't, don't fit much. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. So thankfully she had her, her other sneakers with her. So she, and they matched the attire. So she threw them on. And then just, Related to Disney was just the hot, I put on my, my planning guide 
a hot chocolate bar. And we got hot chocolate, but not a bar. And I was kind of envisioning, you know, like maybe some candies and things like that to really entice the kids. I probably should have, you know, asked for more detail on that. Um, But I didn't. So I got hot chocolate. (laughs) That's a bummer because I remember when you were planning that. And I was so excited to see what they were going to put on this hot chocolate bar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... And then also just with the timeline, we didn't get a chance to exchange like the little like gifts we had for each other, um, David and I and the kids. So like Denise actually had to run back from like going to catch transportation to get her necklace to wear <laughs> during the wow. ceremony. But we didn't do the boys. And yeah, so but, you know, those are just small things in the scale of things. So Right. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be? Yeah. So I suffer with bipolar, so I was really nervous about just the day and the jitters and even exciting things can sometimes, you know, trigger my moods and things like that. So I definitely had a conversation with my doctor ahead of time, you know, getting some sleep meds so that I can sleep because if I don't sleep, that's one of my triggers as well. So I really had to be mindful of, you know, where my head was at and the space and place and I started to when when we moved to the land-based wedding I started to get a little nervous about the Disney aspect not the wedding aspect but like the vacation planning like all the reservations and getting the room and all of that aspect so I was like oh no you know with the cruise line it's kind of like you can kind of set it and forget it you know you have set dinner time you know you know but um, with the land base, you know, I had to put a little bit more effort into that. And I, I was worried, but it all worked out. And then also I had never been in a limo and I wanted a limo. I was going to arrive at the cruise port in a limo. I thought maybe the limo transportation would be an option, but it didn't make sense for the land base, especially for the price and just the small party, you know, and just the restrictions for COVID. So I think we wound up getting... I don't know what they call them, the party buses maybe, which were very nice, but my, my brain was like stuck on limo for some <laughs> reason. So, <laughs> Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I mean, not really too much. Move up earlier in the day, you know, just because, you know, my bipolar and just being antsy, for example, with COVID, they have the every other day cleaning schedule. I don't know if it's still now, but at the time, they had the every other day cleaning schedule. And I was like ordering them to come in vacuum because I was thinking about getting ready pictures and trying to have the room tidy. So I was like tidying and tidying. So moving it up would would have been nice. But I mean, that would have changed the pricing. So we would have changed maybe by Tuesday. But, you know, that's not a big deal. Um, and then just um, obsessing over forgetting things. I, you know, kept thinking I was going to obsess over forgetting something. So that's part of why I would say that. But you know, not really. And then obviously, you know, having a land-based wedding, the opportunity we are on the East Coast to maybe have more friends and families. If we were on a six-week timeline, or if we just originally decided to go with a land-based, uh, we definitely would have loved to have more fa- friends and family. Uh, I see. Yeah. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney couples? Oh, yeah. Relax. (laughs) Bring the things that support your relaxation. I brought like essential oils, like lavender. I made a getting ready playlist, which I listened to weeks before. 
uh, the wedding. I listened to it um, before this interview, you know, things to kind of calm me down um, when I'm going to get too excited. So, you know, even if I have to talk to a doctor or call our emotional support line, you know, do those things to kind of ease your ease yourself. Um, the Diz Brides and Prides group is, is good, um, but a lot of people are, like, invested in your story, right? Or they might be projecting some of their own story on yours. So, um, you know, if you have to go outside of there, you know, seek that um, and try to have, like, mindful moments during the day. Um, like when Randy, Randy was our videographer, and uh, when he told me to adjust the dress, you know, I tried to be mindful to actually touch the fabric of the dress and like pay attention to those things um let's see i i, I have a lot of advice carrie um and <laughs> this, is, this is my this is my other thing is um nails well this be another thing i when i i wanted to kind of be immersive in disney so i scheduled my nail appointment in disney and um at, at one of the spas and i guess they don't do acrylic nails on disney mm-hmm. property so the day before i was getting my nails to find out that I couldn't get what I wanted. Um, And so I I would just say if folks want to get their nails done with acrylics, uh, maybe look like right outside of Disney or do it before you you come to Florida. Um, And then take advantage of deals. And I think with Catherine, we got a deal for booking um, when she ran a promotion. You know, you have the deal with Lennox. We we took that deal up to get the um, Mickey ornament and things like that so you know look for those deals you can find ways to save that's great well sarita i think you've offered a lot of great advice and tips for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding at walt disney world and i appreciate your taking the time thank you carrie it's been great that's our show for today i'm your host carrie hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the disney wedding podcast In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>